This is exactly right. I'm Kate Winkler Dawson, a journalist, author, and podcast host. And I'm Paul Holes, a retired investigator with experience solving some of America's most notorious cold cases. Together, we host Buried Bones, a historical true crime podcast on the Exactly Right Network. Each week, we examine a different case from history and use our years of experience and 21st century forensics to bring new insights into these very old tragedies. Like the time the Sausage King of Chicago's wife went missing in 1897. Don't miss new episodes every Wednesday. Follow Buried Bones wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Barbara Gray, and men keep sliding into my DMs, but when will one slide into my heart? (laughs) I'm Brandi Posey, and oh no, once again, I'm too tired to walk from my car to my house. I guess I live in my car now. (laughs) Oh yeah. I'm Tess Barker, and thank God I have this massive collection of Pez dispensers. Otherwise, I'd be totally fucked for retirement. (laughs) (laughs) And this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, I'm Barbara. Well, you already know that. Yeah, you guys. Probably. You yeah. just heard our names. It'd be weird if I've, you picked up here. Yeah, yeah. People that really hate the theme song just yeah. skip the first 45 seconds every time. How could you hate our theme song? You it's so great. Shout out to Zach Games. Shout out to Zach Games for uh, recording that 50 years ago. Mm. Yeah, I know. It was Six. written on a clavichord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like it's been. How Is that a harpsichord made out of bones? Yeah, I mean, it it's a clavichord. <laughs> isn't, a, that what a, isn't that what a skeleton plays when they play bones? It is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. Cool. Uh, I love a dancing skeleton. <laughs> they just do. They're they're cute. They're always adorable. Yeah. That's one of my favorite cartoons as a kid. It's a good one. I like my favorite cartoon from when I was a kid is where the bears are picking up the trash with their butts. Bum, ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. Do you know that, that one? Is that related to Charmin? Oh, uh, no, I know it's, what you're it's in the about. same collection as yes, the skeleton. Yes, one. yes, yes, yes. I know. Oh, it's in the, the park ranger gets pissed at them. It's a Disney cartoon and it came with like a goofy movie. And it's uh-huh. honestly the funniest thing I've ever seen. It's all the classical <laughs> music and the bears are picking up trash. And then whenever it goes boom, 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 boom then they tap their butts together. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so <laughs> yeah, good. I like you said that's the funniest thing you've ever seen. It's like, oh God, we what are we doing in comedy? <laughs> I give up. I just put bears yeah. picking and then it went up trash Disney. It just filled <laughs> Thank in. Thank you. Bears picking up trash Disney. Everybody. It wasn't can see. bears picking up single. No, <laughs> it bears. wasn't bears picking up lost. It wasn't yeah. bears bears in um Bears pe- bearing it all. What is it called? Uh pickup artist. Pickup artist bears. Yeah. All right, let's bring on okay. our guests. <laughs> She's so funny. She's a very good friend, and I love her. Robin Morrison. Hi. 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 Thank you so much for having me. This is very exciting. Thanks for being here. Mm-hmm. It's very cozy. I like this room. <laughs> yeah, the glam cave. It's a real mm-hmm. good it, feels, it feels right. Yeah. It's very glam, very cave-like. Everyone's welcome, <laughs> including our dolls and yep. the busts that I got at the Vatican Museum. We have dolls uh-huh. that someone made of us over yes. there staring at you. 
Tez's Pez dispenser is here. You may as well call them the Tez We shouldn't talk about it. dispensers. Oh, you're right. This is my bounty. Yeah. Yeah, so come in here and get your retirement. Okay, but this is what you're going to, when you and Sean get married, his family will get the Pez dispenser. Yeah, they come in my hope chest, which is actually just your trousseau. Yeah, yeah, my trousseau, which is actually just a Converse shoebox that I've kept since 1996. I'm going to put all the Pez dispensers in a Converse shoebox and present them. Okay, but those are TNG Pez dispensers. They're pretty sick. Yeah, they're pretty good. Like, that's. Yeah. Dope. Uh, the, the other ones are fine, but way, I mean this, the kiss ones are very good. The kiss but ones the, are dope. I mean, do you see my Elvis ones? The Elvis ones are nice. The Elvis ones are two great. sets of TNG twenty fifth yeah. anniversary. Yeah. Honestly, wait, Robin, do you love TNG? I do. One it's of amazing. those is yours. I don't need to. I'm not kidding. Tess? I'm serious. Holy shit. Yeah. I'm also excited. I don't even I don't have to get married to get that. I liked Next Generation. I yeah. do love, I love Next Generation. This makes me so happy. I love Next Generation. Oh hell yeah! I mean, I don't care. Who do you guys think you're the most like? Picard, I'm sorry. Data. No. no, it's fine. You guys should tell me who I'm most like. I don't know. Oh, who's Tess most like? Fucking uh, Worf over here. <laughs> oh, what does that mean? That feels no, like it's not a good thing. She's like, no, 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 no. I think, no I'm kidding. Hmm. I feel like I'm a, John, cr- a, you're a, a Beverly Crusher. You're Riker and Risa. That's over here. Ooh, Riker yeah. and Risa is a great, <laughs> that's a great Riker. Actually, I feel yeah. like I'm like the William T. Riker when they split and he goes like the, oh, the, one, the one who that like lives on the planet for like seven years mm, and yeah. then by himself and then. The one that becomes a Maquis in DS9. Yeah, no big deal. Oh, that's deep. Rewatching DS9. Right now, Space with my Nine, right there. It rules. DS Nine is so good. Risa is a planet. It. It's a fuck planet. A fuck planet. Yeah, yeah. It's and just I'm the all... planet. It's no, a no, vacation no. You're, you're Riker, who's who's Jonathan. When Frakes, he goes the beard. there, and he's just wearing like gauzy. He's having a good time. Okay, so you're number one on vacation at a fuck planet. I yes, love that's it. Who I think you are. And, I love it. And yeah. don't forget that you have to step over your chair every time you get into your chair. Yes. If you've all I seen that, that super that anyway. cut. Yeah, he's the tallest one on the that cast. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. Yeah. I think I'm Tasha Yar because I've been dead for years. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yay! Um, <laughs> whatever. Sure, for sure, Picard, because right. I've lived my life trying to be like him. Mm. <laughs> and you have that time back when you like stabbed somebody and that changed your entire life. Yeah, for sure. That There's... does sound like Brandy. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Love Deep them. skeletons dancing Stabby in the closet. Skeletons. Mm-hmm. Stabby yeah. dancing cartoon skeletons. The I Brandy think, Posey story. I think about uh, I think about Picard a lot, like in my day to day. I like, tr- definitely. Yes. What is it? So, w- like, w- if you had to describe Picard as though he was an astrological sign to me. Oh, I don't know how to do that. That's not Picard. Would that's not easy. how to do that either. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's easy. I mean, like, what are the traits? Loyal, what are the traits of it? Thank you. Um, loyal, thoughtful, decisive, a leader. Decisive. Yeah. Okay. Leader. Um, confident. Okay. Yeah. I see yeah. it. Yeah. All of these. Yeah. yeah Cerebral, but still very passionate man. Mm. Deeply empathetic. Yes. Which he is. My yeah. favorite man. Mm. I love him so much. Yeah. He's also like. The man that I hold all men in my life to, but he's also oh. the person that I see myself in the most of the cast. Well, which I think maybe makes me narcissistic. I don't know. I think I think a lot of us do. I think that makes sense. So I think that's I mean he's he is yeah. the protagonist of that show. I mean it's a, you know it's an ensemble, but yeah, everybody yeah, sort of gravitates to our, to Picard. Yeah, so I'm you want to? Sure he's also like the only person in real life that I would maybe lose my shit over meeting. Is, right. is and he well, seems so nice fun about... in real life. He yeah. seems he's so a, cool. He is adorable. Yeah. He's I a like good Stewart. dude, too. Oh, man. That's I mean, just so his nice. pitbull like work he... along. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, I thought See, meant... I turned it back. I, I thought it. you yeah. meant the musician. No, uh, so it might be a coincidence, but I do also like Pitbull the musician. And I'm not <laughs> afraid to say it. I was on board with Pitbull way back when he was collaborating with Kesha, who I've been a longtime advocate of. Of course. And, and now, everyone else was talking shit about Kesha before the Kesha Renaissance. 
Right. I was here. The Keshasans? The Keshasans. I was here pre-Keshasans with her and Pitbull. Yeah, you're here for the pop divas. Are you always. Are you on yeah. board for the for the Pitbull-Tony Robbins collab? No. Is that happening? Oh, yeah. There's billboards all over Los oh, Angeles. Oh, no, I don't like Pitbull. Yeah. Wait, what are they doing together? Uh, conventions? I don't know. Is they, they're like on tour. Pitbull's opening for Tony <laughs> Robbins? God damn it. Is, Pip, is Tony Robbins the... The guy with the ponytail, or is he the guy no. with the cult? He's with the, the, he's the cult. He's the, the, he's he's the, the really um, tall giant. He's like a giant man who yeah. is very intense and talks about oh, how you can change Netflix. your life. Oh, I never he's watched. Yes. Yeah. He's in Shallow Hell, and he convinces. Yeah, I never I watched. Think, I think he's Hell. the one watch who the, Please watch Jack the Blanco. Netflix documentary. It's honestly one of the most terrifying things I've ever seen. Please watch it. It's <sighs> okay. It reminds me. Yeah, I mean, just if you're interested in cults, which I assume oh, everyone yeah, is. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's fascinating because it's like. A lot of people, I mean, I found it very alarming and disturbing, but people mm-hmm. who I think are normal watched it and they were like, yeah, he's pretty cool. I was like, how did you get that from the documentary? Oh, and that's why I won't watch it because I know that's what will happen oh, to me. man. I can't afford. I don't think I it will, Barb, because he's pretty like openly misogynistic. I know, but I'm also very... Uh, misogynistic? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm also you're a real susceptible I would say yes. this about both of us I'm shocked that between the two of us neither of us has joined a cult <laughs> I know well it's because, it's because I actively stay away from knowing yeah. anything I don't you're I mean, also in a lot of text chains with good old peace do over here and guess what I'll get you the fuck out of a cult so goddamn <laughs> fast oh my god now true. I want to see a movie of Patrick Stewart as a deprogrammer yes oh my god going in and like rescuing yes <laughs> white knighting it all up I'm I mean in a good way in a good way in a good way saving us from a cult yeah that'd be great I would watch that movie I've been setting money aside I know what's gonna happen sooner (laughs) thank you I appreciate that and honestly the good thing is I feel like while I'm in the cult I'll be able to save money so hopefully I can get you back as soon as you but that's how most cults work they get your money yeah they they steal it you can't go to work well they slowly take your money and they make you get a job with somebody that's also yeah. in the cult. So then your whole life is tied I up know, in the cult. But I'll, make like sure I'm, I'll make sure I'm sticking some under the mattress for all beepos. But if they find out, then they put you in the box. I don't know. All these calls. Actually, you guys have a bunch of money stashes. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, right. I don't have an anything stash. I'm too like ridiculous. I mean, like I try to stash everything and I just remember. Um, you to- have a Pez stash. That's, don't sell yourself short. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I, the only downside to LA is that there it, aren't really seasons, so I don't really have winter jackets full of money the way that I used oh, to growing up. I know. I do I miss like, finding an old, a 20 or something. I did yeah. just put on these shorts today and found 10 bucks. Oh, That's nice. Shit. Hell yeah. Summer. Summer That's money. That's fucking dope. I like that. Yeah. Um, so I guess you would say, yeah, I have that kind of stash where like I'm just a mess, and so there are things <laughs> that I forget. <laughs> Yeah. And then reward myself. That is with the later. nice thing about being that person, mm-hmm. though. You were constantly being rewarded by the shit you forgot about. Exactly. I mean, also not re- also the opposite. No, 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 but- and mostly the opposite. <laughs> but like every once in a while, it's good. It's like how credit cards are mostly put you in debt, but every once in a while, you get a free umbrella. Exactly. Sure. Which is great for Los Angeles. Yes. Very useful. <laughs> yes. Look, sometimes a tornado stops and all the shit is just there. So you know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's great. The the ta- the. Taz. Tasmanian the Devil. The Taz dispenser. Um, the Taz. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have to tell you guys about some someone I met. Oh, my God. Who? <laughs> so, wait. We, so, uh, uh, Whitney and Adam's wedding was last weekend. It was very fun. Tess was there. Mm-hmm. It was a really awesome wedding. And one of Adam's oldest friends came with his new girlfriend. Um, and she is from Transylvania. <laughs> No. Is, she's can from, you be really from there? This is a fake person. She's from Transylvania. Does she look like Did uh, you see a passport? Vampire? I didn't see a passport. She had an accent that sounded, I guess, Transylvanian. Transylvanian. Did she have a cape? She didn't have a cape. She was just Did like she have a, sharpened incisors? She was an olive-skinned brunette woman. Okay. 
Okay. Who, okay. whose job? Oh boy. Is that she is a phlebotomist? A what? She's a person who draws blood from Transylvania. Ooh. What? That is a phlebotomist is somebody who who that is their job. They draw blood. That's so creepy. And I was like, this is this is insane. But that, that's like a modern vampire living yeah. undercover yeah. in the world. Somebody said they were like, this is a that's like a horror movie, like at yeah. a wedding and you meet a trans like somebody oh and you're God. like, oh, and you you suspect that they're a vampire the whole time. And then like eventually start killing people. Yes. off. Yes. We're not called vampires anymore. We're called phlebotomists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's so what if I suck the blood yeah. and I don't just put it in a wow. bottle right. with a syringe? Isn't that so funny? I was just like, teeth. this is ridiculous. Was this there is anything ridiculous. else like Dracula-ish about her? I mean, she was spindly, I guess. Sure, you say. So. <laughs> she's very translucent skin. Yeah. She sparkled. Uh-huh. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see her reflection. In yeah, anything. hold her up to mirror. Was she there? The garlic during the day. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was just such. A, it was just so dumbly. Like such That's a dumb really funny coincidence. Was that the first time you were the, you learned the word phlebotomist? No, no, I knew that because I had a. I had an ex- <laughs> okay, why did you know the word phlebotomist yeah. already? I'm this for the first yeah. time. My ex-boyfriend, like in college, was studying to be that or something. Phlebotomy. He became a Phlebotomist, yeah. I guess I always thought because he was I bit by another. Were I thought they were nurses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was bit. <laughs> yeah, another phlebotomist. Another phlebotomist yeah. his blood once, and then he got a master's degree, and yeah. now he lives forever. It's very expensive to become a vampire these days. <laughs> it is. Yeah, you gotta get so a four-year stu- degree. So much studying, you just gotta like burn that midnight oil. That's with the why books. I don't really mind. They earned it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess if you have all the time in the world, you may as well study. <laughs> Did you, you would get bored of watching TV and reading the internet. But you're eventually. already you're yeah. studying the thing that you are like that you already <laughs> are. You yeah, I guess that's all of uh, religion, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. mostly. Did she? Was she like? Did she think it was funny? I never talked to her about it. Okay. I wish I had. So this is wedding gossip around So, her. like, Adam told me that, and I only hung out with her once. We were all in a hot tub, and I didn't want to be like, hey, so you're, like, I just yeah. didn't, felt weird bringing it up there. I feel like you got, you've got to address it, though. That's, well, I'm never going to see her again. No, I mean her. She has, like, it's, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I should, I, I wish I had talked to her about it directly, but there was just not really a chance. Mm-hmm. I just thought, it was, and I was like, what if I say something, and then she, I, I die. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. See, what do you call somebody from Transylvania? I think what Transylvanian. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably it. <laughs> I don't know. But it was a it was an interesting uh just a little tidbit. Wow. That's oh, fun. Yeah. Yeah. Spooky. It was spooky. Did you I say no bull a lot? <laughs> <laughs> she laughed at us because Adam was asking her uh if all if if uh, pickles were popular over there, and then she thought that was very funny. If are pickles they? were popular, in I don't know. She never really answered the question. My guess would be that they would be very popular. Yeah, yeah salty like blood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also they just feel pickles fear kind of, feel kind of Eastern European. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. Because you have to preserve pick- the few vegetables that you exactly. have. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have refrigeration. That's not true. <laughs> yeah. I've been. I have been to Vlad the Impaler's castle though. Really? Where's that? Romania. Ooh. That's Romania. Oh, wow. Yeah. What's yeah, his cool. deal? What did he do? Yeah. I mean, he was like the first vampire, kind of. He was like, oh, it really? was like based oh. based on mm-hmm. him, and yeah. Oh. So it's this like tumble down castle, and you can like crawl through it in this small town in Romania. What's a tumble down castle? Yeah. I mean, it's just it's kind like of falling into down. repair, oh, like oh, falling oh, into I disrepair. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is that? It's you start like at the top, <laughs> and you like take a somersault down these like spiral staircases into this basement. You know, you just break a leg or two. It's fine. It's real fun. It's a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, the first vampire lived in a Chuck E. Cheese castle. They're really good. That, that would, would be, be pretty, pretty cool. Sick. Is that just escape rooms? 
<laughs> yeah, what's the deal? Are those, is that trend going you out won't now? Ca- or I, no? It's gone. You won't catch me at one. Absolutely We said not. we were going to go into one and record it. Remember? No. Why don't, why don't you I do don't, it? Because you don't like games? It's the ultimate game. Yeah. I'm not doing to this me, It's it a feels, board game in person. Yeah. It, to me, it feels like you're going to end up in a basement, too. Like, no, to me, not. I don't know. What? I kind of feel like, oh, we did an escape room, and then you never hear from somebody again, and then you're in somebody's basement. These basement guys, I feel like that's the next step in their no, evolution. You, you don't understand. The basement guys do that with their own children, so we're safe. <laughs> okay. All right, fair. They're fair, doing fair. that with the, the children that they have. It just feels too like, oh, I'm role-playing at being in a basement. I don't know if and that's right. And you're in a locked right. room yeah. with no windows. I there mean, are no windows, I guess windows, I definitely. wish that yeah. I... I felt like there were stakes like that i feel like it's just all so like group on riffic it's like oh that's a real i'm sure that's a real ticking bomb Groupon i'm terrified riffic. they did have several <laughs> pop-up escape rooms at the renaissance festival this year and i, yeah. I was not gonna do it but no. it made me laugh really fucking hard they're also like rent 30 dollars yeah. to they're me so that's expensive. like probably such a huge that's exactly there's such, yeah. to me in my head such a crossover between escape room people and rent fair people, and I'll be over here at the okay. beach. Wait, wait, Tess, what is it? What? What isn't there a lot? Of, aren't a lot of rent fair people theater people? What yeah, is I've never, no, I've never oh. had a theater friend that was into rent fair. Oh, every, but doesn't it feel the so same? Many. Um, so it many. It does of them feel are. the same, but just anecdotally, I've honestly never had any theater friends that were in fairs but it does feel very similar in high yeah. school at our theater program 90 percent of the people also worked at the ren fair over the summer mm-hmm. yeah and they got really into the accent oh god yeah. and you yeah. go and then they would just call you a whore and you'd be like well <laughs> you're right but whatever so, yeah. i think i <laughs> Thanks, think what Will. happens is shakespeare in the park claims most of that demo Mm. And they all stage like I a see. fellow in the woods. Yeah, yeah And that's yeah, kind of like what they're busy doing. So they're theater Shakespeare rejects. For the Ren the Renfair people. I don't know. I don't, I don't know anything about them. I'm not going to comment on the quality of the Renfair people. I uh, just. Uh, they, yeah. have a, they have a good time. They I seem like, fun. I yeah, like the Renfair because it's very open minded. No one is like everyone's just like, hey, man, I'm just going to like have a cod piece today. And it's like, why the fuck not? Go do your thing. Yeah. Nobody's nobody's a hater there. It's just funny. It's weird. I don't know. Finding small bits of pleasure in the world. Yeah. Do what you got to do. You want to LARP? Go ahead. LARP yeah. away. LARP I don't away. Give a shit. You're not hurting I me. I love the documentary about LARPing. What's it called? Oh, my God. Oh, Lightning so bolt. Yes. Lightning bolt Fascinating. <laughs> it's really good, guys. <laughs> what was that Paul Rudd movie about LARPing that was really funny? Oh, I do Sean remember William this. Scott, I do remember this. Is Role Models doesn't have a LARPing scene, does it? I think it does. I yeah. think it's Role Models. I think you're right. Role Models Good is a very pull. underrated comedy. Yes. It is so funny. It's I really actually great. bought it on DVD. It's really fun. I love that movie. I it's great. Yeah. Highly recommend is it. Is it Sean That's David Scott? Wayne, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. David Wayne directed it. Cool. Movie rules. Looks great. Cool. Add it to the queue, kids. Add <laughs> it to the fucking queue. Um, Brandy, so you went to Jeff Goldblum this weekend. Tried to go to Jeff Goldblum. Oh, we were there the same night. So here's the thing. Jeff Goldblum is shooting his jazz night for something. I don't know for what. They haven't released it. But it's Jeff Goldblum, so it'll be great wherever it is. Also, there's a picture on his Instagram of his outfit. He's wearing like a black tux with like a black ruffled Dear shirt God. and it a was black. Great. I love it's him so much. It's a good and those like look. wrap around glasses, God, like deeply well, shading his eyes. I wish all men would dress like him. Ooh, it, it has to be him though. Look. Not everyone can pull it off. He's I know, got the but like for it. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just and looks, he is theatrical. Yes. Yeah, yeah. His it just looks real fucking good. So I got I got I got alerted to it because I run the Jeff Goldblum Appreciation Society on Insta <laughs> on, uh, on Facebook, which What's your I am a member. It's like over 600 people. What? From all over the place. I don't know how they're finding it. It's amazing. There's a lot of teens that are also really what? into it that call him daddy all the time. 
I got Ew. a bunch of teens to call him Lisa, daddy. But that's private. No, no. <laughs> it just it just makes me laugh. They're doing, they're doing it at a Facebook group of 600 people. It's not that private. Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. Like, leave that to but your But it's own. just funny because, like, new people are finding him from, like, a lot, a lot of them really like him because he's grand, Grandmaster in Thor. And I'm just like, and then and then somebody older will post a picture of him from, like, um, Jurassic Park or Indiana jo- or uh, Independence Day. And they'll be like, what is that from? And it's like, like oh go, oh One my of the God. biggest wow. movies of the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> Just like the generational people that are coming in with him. We didn't get to go. He got cut off. It was a bummer. Robin was there. There were, It was really funny because I came with to, uh, uh, Tony and uh, Kaylin, our producer. And like when they, they came out to say no, I went, and then everyone turned around and I saw like 15 people that I knew who were in the line. Tony and Kayla were like, how do you know everybody in line for the Jeff Goldblum like, thing? If I didn't mention it before, I run the Jeff Goldblum fan <laughs> And that's how society. all these people knew about this event. Yeah. I am the ringleader. They all came here for this reason. I feel bad because one girl flew down from Oregon to go to that's it. That's insane. And, and she didn't get in. Yeah, she didn't get in. And I was like, did you tell, did you tell them? She's like, yeah. And I was like, did you become a bitch? Because I would have... <laughs> I would have yeah. demanded. That I, sounds like something I would do. Yeah. Like when Hamilton, when Lin-Manuel was still in Hamilton, mm-hmm. I was so close to just flying to New oh, York yeah. and being like, I'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So we didn't get into Jeff Goldblum, but the night turned out really great because uh, Julie Prescott and Mike Mayfield ended up coming with us. We had a little group and we ran into Robin yep. over at uh, the Star Wars Cantina bar. Because it was we That's still around? Yeah. It's, oh, still, it's still on going. Hollywood. It's like right around the corner from where the Jeff Goldblum thing was. So we were like, what? Tony was like a really big Star Wars fan. So we're like, oh, we'll pop in and see this mm-hmm. the bar is cool nobody is dressed in character like there the was bar- a there yeah. was a fifth element girl there was a, <laughs> who i thought was not wearing pants she had yeah, like yeah. this key was it the white black- bandage dress uh, no, it was, um, it was, I don't, I don't remember, but it yeah, was like, it was but bad. she was wearing like flesh colored leggings with like mm-hmm. black band, like bandages around it. But so, I thought she was not wearing pants. Yeah. I thought she was just like, ha- I was like, great yeah. tip strategy. You're working this Hollywood Boulevard thing yeah. real hard. The bartender was wearing a Batman t-shirt. <laughs> I was like, you're in the Star Wars bar. <laughs> so we stayed there for about five minutes. And then I had remembered that there is a Beetlejuice bar also in Hollywood. And I was like, how far is that? And we walk outside and I look it up and it was across the street and the block over. <laughs> I was like, well, I guess we go to the Beetlejuice bar now. Right, of course. So we went in there, and it wasn't really a Beetlejuice-themed bar, but it was like Tim Burton, but like Hollywood Boulevard Tim Burton is what it felt like. Like everything, somebody bought art from a friend. Yes. And And it's bad art. Yeah, Beetlejuice is very easy to replicate. Oh, my God. I remember I went to the Beetlejuice bar when my friend Emily was visiting, and we got so pissed because we were obsessed with that movie. Yeah. And we came up with 10 billion ideas that would be so much better. It should have been so much better. And easy for that bar. Yeah. Yeah, It really writes itself. You know when the the weird hallway and the windows when all the souls are like, you could have a window painted on that has a thing behind it. And you got to have like a weird dining room table that everyone sits around. Exactly. Just like so much stuff that they like. And it's just like, the Cheap worst things. the worstly the badly yeah. done but badly you know what demonstrates bar. like that you have a lot of imagination deciding to have a bar on hollywood boulevard that's like the most basic generic place <laughs> yeah. that you're gonna do it like but it's never gonna be a good open? version i, I do understand. not know i have tourists yeah. just random people it's tourists. yeah it's tourists we went in there and then we stayed for a few minutes and we took pictures with an edward scissor hands we're like you're not beetlejuice but all right it's also definitely not sanctioned by any of it but then <laughs> i remembered that there is a 
Austin Powers bar in Glendale yes. that's owned by the I've same people. I've seen some people, people doing yeah. p- pictures there. So we decided, we were like, well, we're having this night, I guess. <laughs> so we like bar crawled over to Glendale to the Austin Powers bar, bought an $18 milkshake. Whoa. Oh my God. Why wow. is that Austin Powers theme? I don't sure know. it was in the Pulp Fiction theme bar? It should have been. <laughs> should have been. Um, a Tarantino theme bar is definitely next. Oh, yeah. and I hate to say it. I hate to say it, but I'm there for it. Yeah. No, yeah. I am. Tarantino. I like Quentin Tarantino. Unless you eat shit off people's feet like he would really do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want a Billy Madison bar. That was the one that I was like, I would like, like an old 90s a Adam Sandler Madison bar. bar. Yeah, that would be Like fun. all the birthdays that he threw out were always cool themes. That would like be that dope. would be. I mean, come shit. on, you guys, you got to do a Clueless Wait, bar. how was the. Clueless bar would be great. How was Clueless the, bar so, would be great. Austin Powers bar was like. The best of the three that we went to, they have like a, a mural of like laser sharks, which was pretty cool. Um, and $18 milkshake kind of fucked all of us up because we all got one and we were all just like, you all got one. Yeah. Are oh you sure God. there wasn't bourbon in it? No, I got mine. It also took them 20 minutes to make mine because mine was not boozy. Right. Oh. Yeah. It took mine forever. And I was like, but that's right, why that's why it was $18 because it usually has alcohol yeah, in yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, that's a like, deal. Most of them are booze milkshakes. I love a good <clears throat> booze milkshake. But they had um they had Fembots dancing on the bar, which was kind of fun. That's cool. And they had a mini me there. Um, but nobody like wanted to take pictures with him because we didn't know like what you be, like, what's the protocol. Yeah, we were like, yeah. we don't want to be disrespectful. Also, Vern Troyer just died. Yeah, yeah, that's a little gauche. Yeah, yeah. It, but so at so, least like at least have a picture up well, on yeah, him. And why have a mini me and not a Doctor Evil? You need a yeah, Doctor Evil. There. I know. Uh, yeah, but if you can only afford one, I'd prefer the mini me. I prefer the mini me. But <laughs> so it was funny because so nobody wanted to take pictures with him because we like nobody knew what to do. So he was just in the corner on his phone Aww. the whole time. <laughs> So I definitely have like a photo of him just on his on his fucking phone, which is giant in his hands, just in the corner. <laughs> and then there is there an Austin Powers performing? There was like, but not that night. Saturday is the Austin Powers comes out. Yeah, it's weird. Fuck all of this. And it was this makes me so angry because we could do so much better. It should be things. so much better. Also, the bar was ninety five percent bros. There were Ooh, there so were weird. three women total in the entire. Oh, bar. my friend so said I should they go went, there to pick up. Yeah, yes. my friend said they, they went. It was a total you. sausage fest, which yeah. is so funny. It's really funny. I just looked up at one point. And I was like, "Why is everyone a man here?" It was like it was like literally <laughs> me, Julia, and Kaylin. Yeah. I mean, listen, I didn't go there. I went to Muzzo and Frank's and had martinis and steak. So. That sounds well, yeah. really delightful. It was a good. It was a good move. I love Muzzo. It Frank's. worked out really well. We had a great. We had a great time because it was just like, where are we? What's happening? And I'll never go to any of those places again. It felt My like a idea, night to hit the yeah, it's After like, it's the Beetlejuice one, yeah. me and Emily came up, like I said, with a billion ideas. And I was like, I'm going to email them and be like, give me $1,000 and I will make your bar 10,000 times better. Mm, yeah. Just like. Did they respond? No, I haven't done it. Well, you need, no, no, you need to do. You need to pitch a show to yeah. like a oh, makeover. To like, yes, a, and it's a just theme, theme bar makeover Ooh. show. That is a really good idea. Dude, that's what that's Bar yours. Rescue should have been. Yes. It's like, yes. oh, cool. This is the Little Mermaid bar. Oh my but God. like with the same but host. Can you, I don't think like licensing you can. Uh, I don't even know if these bars are allowed to exist. Not the know. not big mermaid bar. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can like yeah, you can like kind of like it's, yeah. it's right, a quote unquote right. bar. Well, yeah, like the Beetlejuice one is called Beetle House, which mm-hmm. is just like I will say because you know Sean's into sports and so there's like you know and uh, you know in general there's bars where it's like unofficially this is a Yankees bar yeah, this yeah, is a Phillies yeah, bar that's true yeah, whatever yeah. I would like more bars where it's like this is a Whitney Houston bar we don't oh, say it but it's a, it's a Whitney Houston bar I would go you know? to that that'd be fun yeah I like the idea of like a cop bar but it's a Whitney it's Houston. a Whitney bar <laughs> yeah it, like it's just like this little place in Santa Monica that has like cheap whites in and it's a Whitney bar I gotta say I was reading about her in her not finest moments. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, she just locked herself in a room and was, you know, 
smoking and like pleasuring herself with sex toys. And I was like, all right. Great. Whitney's yeah. my girl. Yeah, I was like, got, wow. yeah, Whitney got something in common. I <laughs> knew she had her dinner. Good for her. Imagine smoking a butt while jerking off. That is I mean, luxury. I think she was doing that. That's I don't think it was a butt. But she was smoking. Yeah, probably it not. Was oh, crack. Other things. But yeah. No, but that requires two hands. Smoking well, crack oh, requires yeah, that's two true. hands. Well, I think but she you can just like put first. it down, then yeah. you. <laughs> she had a lot of hits. She could afford a handless machine situation. You could just, yeah, that's you could true. just, uh, yeah. A handless machine. Hey, uh, <laughs> yeah. The motor bunny. Our motor yeah. bunny. Motor bunny startup kid. <laughs> hey, that's us. Hope you're enjoying it out there. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. Get your hands out of your pants and we'll see you in a second. Hey, welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Barbara. I'm Jess. And we're here with Robin. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> sexy voice time. Yes. Sexy voice. Isn't it funny that a voice can be sexy? It's like such a weird... Yeah. How does that exist? Yeah. It just hits weird pleasure centers. And it's yeah. easy. It's so easy to like do to a guy. <laughs> like a yeah. Yeah. Oh, straight yeah. guy. Just breathy. Just and just a like I have that like a joke in my set where I talk about whatever being cast as fat girl number two in my one line of dialogue and I say it in kind of a sexy voice and I think people are like, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I am I don't gonna, have I'm a lot gonna, of confidence yeah. in my sexy voice try it wait let's give her something to say yeah give me something to say um, this is this is what it is hey why don't you come over later hey why don't you come over later that's good that's okay. Okay. it's very yeah. come yeah. there you okay. go very I mean you don't really hither. you live with the person that you're with so I don't think you have a yeah. fine olive sexy voice could ask these uh, questions in sexy voices Ooh. Yeah, that could be fun. Let's okay, ask these questions in sexy right. voices. Okay. Robin, we're gonna play a little game with you. Okay, all right. It's called okay. who, what, where, when, why. Who, what, where, when? Who, what, where, when? Who, what, where, when? Who, what, where, when? Why? Robin. Yes. <laughs> yes. Barbara. This feels like ASMR. <laughs> yes. yes. Robin. <laughs> who, who do you see? <laughs> I'm I don't not, like it. This is not working. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Robin. Who do you seek out at parties? Oh, God. <laughs> um, well, usually I go to the alcohol first. Yeah. <laughs> make sure that I'm well-established. I mean, you just sort of, you want to you- just, you want to mingle. I like I like a mingle. I like a bounce from group to group. Mm-hmm. I like to see, because, I don't know, I find that I just want to end up having either like a good riffing conversation yeah. with like three or four people or mm-hmm. like a... Not intense, but like a, a connected conversation to one person. So I just want to find someone that I enjoy talking to yeah. and kind of do that. Often outside in a backyard or a kitchen. Mm-hmm. I like those kind of like contained spaces where everyone's just kind of all pressed get, up together. Well, the kitchen the has, yeah. usually you've got the snacks and booze there. So yes. that's a good place to, yes. to gather. Do, do you find yourself extricating yourself from a conversation or do you let the other person do it? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I go to the bathroom a lot. <laughs> yeah. Quote, unquote, Same. go to the Wait, bathroom. Wait, doesn't... Do all of us, are you guys all the extricators? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Usually. Yeah. 90% of the time. Yeah. I mean, Unless so- I'm, if I'm feeling really uncomfortable and I need to plant, I'll sometimes I'll be like, I'm planting myself. People can come up to me if they want. And that's mm. when I let the other person do the ending. Right. But usually I'm the one. Yeah. yeah I I'm- feel like most people are the one that leaves. So that doesn't work out math wise. <laughs> okay. But maybe we block out other people leaving conversations with us because that's that just true. hurts our feelings. That's yeah. Fair. That's the mark of a good, of a good move. And I, I definitely like, I went, I went to a party thing last night and I had one point where I was like finishing with somebody and started a conversation with somebody else. I think that's what happens to me most of the time. That is like, true. There's someone like, yeah. Of somebody there. That's the ideal. You have like a kind of a natural jupe yeah, jupe. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm the uh, swing shift in the conversation. Yeah. No, yeah. Robin, I think you have a good, you're a good bouncer around. Thank at you. Yeah. Thank you so much. I, I do. I do want to talk to a lot. Like that's why you yeah. go to a party to talk to, talk to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I will say that was not a good idea for me to go to that party. That I had a funny. panic attack mm. immediately. It was so funny. I was thinking like that quote where they're like, never go to a second location. Like if you get kidnapped. <laughs> yeah. And yep. I will add, never go to a party if you're already drunk at your house. And an ex and multiple people you fucked might be at the party. It doesn't you roll off know. the tongue quite as easily, but I think it's a good. Yeah, no, not point it's not quite as smooth. Yeah, but I think it's something to really put in the noggin. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like in Los Angeles, when you've been here long enough, you just have to expect to see someone you fucked at every party. Of course, yeah. like that's just that's someone usually, you fucked at brunch, someone you fucked at the party, every someone you meal, fucked at a every date. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely used to that for sure. But it was one of those things where I just was not dealing with it well with the ex, and so everyone who kept coming up to me was like, "How are you?" I'm like. My uh, ex is here. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just being I was being that person, which I was like, I feel very bad about this, but I just can't help it right now. Yeah, you know? it is always a bummer when you're like, I could have just stayed home. And like yeah. you like yeah. you want to I feel- made you, I'm sorry. No, you didn't. I don't care. It's fine. It was so close. Who gives a shit? That's yeah. true. But it was funny too because then I let me and my friend left at the same time. And I think a lot of people saw us leaving to get separate lists, but I think a lot of people thought we were leaving to I fuck. D- I did which text you this, I texted you this morning being she like, was like so How was your night? And I was like, It was fine. Sexy boys. <laughs> Um, yeah okay cool yeah robin's a good party person i will say thank you i always like seeing you at a party it's fun yeah Yeah. i enjoy you can you can see that i enjoy it i like being there i'm like but i also mm, i find it very easy not to go yeah, totally. so I have to like convince yeah. myself. That's what's that nice, I need and then you can parties. serve yourself so that you you really want to be there when you're there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I also leave very early if I'm not having fun. I have no problem just being like, "Great, see you." And like, that's the nice thing yeah. about LA if you're driving anyway. Like, you just mm-hmm. or now that like, you can lift everywhere, you don't have to stay anywhere. You used nope. to have to like rely on your friends, and you're like, "Do you want to leave yet? Oh, Do you want to leave yet?" Do you want? It's fucking yeah. terrible. Like, there's like four of you, friends, and two of them are hooking up, and you're like, "Okay, like I guess I'll just sit here on the couch." And you're not, and you're. And Dave, you don't want to fuck Dave. You don't want to fuck Dave. You don't no, want to fuck Dave. But your friend's Never fucking Dave's fuck friend. Dave. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Dave's the duff. <laughs> Dave is totally the duff. <laughs> oh my God. I remember the second guy I ever kissed. Oh boy. I'm so- <laughs> just shout out to Kirsten, my best friend growing up. I'm so sorry. But she, in my basement, me and Will made out for like hours and she was in the same room. Oh no. <laughs> she was trying to study her science book or something. Oh <laughs> yeah. Kristen. Study her science book? I don't That's know. That's not smart, Kristen. Study At her least go watch book. TV. <laughs> don't just I don't like... think there was a TV down there. Yeah, did mm. she not have an exit row? I don't really know why that happened. I can't remember, but for some reason maybe Because she... we Dude, were young and thoughtless. Yeah, That's I know why. that when I was a freshman in college, I had this like friends with benefits that live a few floors up from me, a few floors up from me, and I was friends with his roommate as well. Like by day I was just one of the bros, but by <laughs> night i would like give him blowjobs uh, and what a great superhero yeah. <laughs> right it's great Where's my it's like every college superhero yeah. uh, but you know this kid had a bunk bed with his roommate Ooh, and we would just hook no, up no, several no, nights no, a week no, no, loudly no, no. Yes. i know but like he, the roommate never the roommate never said anything like, i never even thought there's anything wrong with it that's what happens really? in college everyone's yeah. like hormones are too Who's crazy gonna say something to too? Like, me i would say something about that for sure <laughs> you oh my god <laughs> yes i would be like guy. i would be like can you either do this when you're when i'm not here like i would be so angry i would be so angry like the other option is that he would have to go sleep on like the concrete i mean like it's college you don't why does he go sleep in your bed because I had a female roommate. I mean, my well, I don't even. My roommate was quite the prude. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever have any guys in there that she? Was no, like- I mean, I was not. But we had a lot of friction because we filled out like that- friction, like 
Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, no, we filled out that questionnaire that was like your personality type, and yeah. I was like, I checked like I like to stay awake late. I like to party. I am loud. I, I smoke like- cigarettes. <laughs> I smoke. I checked like all the like I'm obnoxious boxes, and she, <laughs> she, she, she was like 17, going on 60. Aww. Just loved potting plants and watching Barbara Streisand videos, and she would. I would. What? Yeah, like she would always get so pissed at me. And you for said she was drunk. super obsessed with Barbara yeah. Streisand. Yeah, and like yeah. half the room looked <laughs> half the room looked like a Martha Stewart living catalog, and then my half was just like a Fight Club poster, <laughs> uh, like empty ramen, a f- empty forty, and then me like just always smelling like alcohol and passed oh my out. God. In the head. Jeremy Piven and PCU. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I never Amazing. brought boys back. I always went elsewhere. <laughs> that's a nice. That's nice of you, though. It is nice. I yeah. mean. That's, that's why that. I didn't have to complain is because girls did it in guys' rooms and guys yeah, dealt yeah. with the shit. Yeah, but you yeah. know what? I hate to stereotype, but I think maybe male roommates are cooler about that kind of thing. I think that's probably true. Yeah, also, they can jack off. off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. That's what's happening. Very cool. I'll say this for later. Awesome. Great. Sweet. I mean, I would totally give someone a blowjob if there was another guy in the room, but yeah. I wouldn't do it to my roommate. Oh, man. No, I'd no. totally be you in that situation. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. I have told yeah. the story before, but I'm going to tell it again because it's such a nightmare and it's been a while oh i know the story (laughs) tell it when one time when i had a party at the house oh yeah and yeah i what there was a i don't know why this happened there's a guy who passed on the couch for some reason not in my room but in the living room i (gasps) helped a man out orally (laughs) (laughs) sounds worse it It sounds like you changed the tire you flossed (laughs) And the guy who was passed out came up to me the next weekend at a party and said, hey, Barbara, you know, I'm not that light of a sleeper. No. Uh, eh. uh, That's um, very weird. I know. And I yeah. said, what the fuck? Get the fuck away from me. I blocked him on every social media yeah. thing. I was like, that is It feels so invasive. Yeah. Don't ever fuck fucking you. say no. that. Yeah, yeah. dude. Exactly. So put and it, like, put it in the spank bank. Put bro. it in the spank bank. And you know what? He was still a guest in your house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The nerve. yeah. I didn't kick you out. I let you no. fucking sleep on my couch. Get the fuck away. Yeah. You can loudly suck whatever dick you want to suck in your own fucking living room. Without comment. <laughs> yeah. and, and if he had been cool about it, if yeah. he had been cool about it, he would have been like, so you had fun at the party last night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not, I'm not that I like could hear no. you. And like, I've definitely heard friends having sex before and I don't think I ever said anything. Yeah. Here's right. the thing. Well, I mean, I asked you to say something, but most, yeah. <laughs> most performances don't need a Yelp review. You know, like, yeah. we're not interested. I feel like that is something that the yes. Transylvanian phlebotomist would say. You yeah. know, I'm not that light of a sleeper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right before they, like, suck your blood. Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> I'm testing it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, everyone listening out there, just don't be a fucking creep. Yeah. Don't. And if you, if I have you, good if faith in our listeners. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. If you're, if you're worried about being a creep and you think this might be creepy, don't do it. Or just, or just ask don't someone before you do it. Yeah. Just be like, hey, is this creepy to say this thing? And someone's going to be like, yeah. Can you yeah. imagine that guy going up and saying, hey, do you think I could say this to that girl? Yeah, that gets creepier <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Just don't. I guess that's Let true. me run this by. Yeah. And like, I get it. Yeah. If you are unfortunate enough to be the third wheel in a situation where people are fucking in front of you, it's not ideal. No, or, not great. Well, or what you do is passive aggressively what I would do, which is just like make a lot of noise, like yes. rolling yes. and just yes. like check my phone, you know, just like yes. just do yes. stuff to let them know. Reminder, I'm, I'm, I'm here. here. Reminder. I'm yeah. here. I'm, I'm not here. a rock. I'm on your couch. Yeah. <laughs> Got a couple of sticks. Ooh, just hit them together. <laughs> there you go. What a- oh, I forgot about that other time. Part. <laughs> That's not even the time I was thinking of. <laughs> what other time were you thinking of? 
Do you really want me to say? I don't know. I don't know. Write, write it on a piece of paper. Oh, the camping too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I want to know. That is an after podcast conversation. That's a break. That is the lady to lady after dark. Yes, yes. This is the extra. We've already been the... talking about blowjobs for 15 minutes, but that's the one you can't tell Us until later. Never. <laughs> um, all right, let's do another okay. another cue here. Sexy voice, one of you guys. Okay. Robin. Oh, yes. go ahead. Okay. What makes a good boss? <laughs> what? <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't prepared to come and talk about a professional, <laughs> a professional status situation. What makes a good boss? Yeah. In your opinion. <sighs> Someone who's clear. Someone who's not passive aggressive, someone yeah. who can, someone who can explain what they want, uh, so you can achieve what they want. So you mm-hmm. can actually give them the things that are going to be helpful. Mm-hmm. You don't want a micromanager, but you again, you want someone who has, sets like sets an expectation. I'm just saying the same thing over and over again yeah. in different words. Clearly, it yeah. means a lot to me. But like everyone knows what their job is generally once they're yeah. hired to do a job. You're hired because you know the nuts and bolts of it. You're going to have to learn stuff as you go. You want someone who is. Uh, not so intimidating that you can't ask questions, mm-hmm. um, but also, yeah, it's like a good manager. But I think that's also kind of being a good person. Yeah. Like a good communicator. Yeah, and- exactly. Yeah. It's almost similar to like what makes what's good in any relationship is just yeah. like knowing how to articulate what you want without being shitty about it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And being yeah. like and again, being able to navigate any sort of interpersonal differences without mm-hmm. being shitty, without being dismissive, without being rude, without being belittling. For sure. But still also say whatever you need to say and yeah. don't just kind of sit on it and get resentful. And I think also like maintaining a little bit of a distance for me is also something I really like on a boss. Like I don't want a boss to like become my BFF because then I feel like there's a weird pressure of like, it you needing to do, do, do more work because they're a friend now. Mm. Like I really, I really, I've had that happen a couple of times and I really resent it. I've had a couple of good boss friends, but if it's like a job that I naturally like, then I sort of like having yeah. that relationship. I mean, you can like be if friendly. it's something that I'm passionate about, yeah. then I kind of like mm-hmm. it being a friend that I'm working under so that, cause it's like, mm-hmm. if, it's not something I'm trying to cheat. Cause there's certain bosses where it's like, if this is a job where it's just like, I'm just here for the money. I'm here to screw over your yeah. company. Not that yeah. I ever do that. I love that. that yeah, I love yeah. that. That's, that <laughs> taking the money for providing a service is considered screwing over the company. <laughs> <laughs> not giving them everything yes. about you is screwing over why the company. I'm not landing the interview. Yeah, I do feel that I do a very good job at screwing over your company. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm no, a perfectionist, a, and I'll screw over your here's company. Here's an example. I had I got fired from a job. I had this like grown up job way too early. I had this job at Amgen, which is a biotech company, when Ooh. I was 18. I had my own office. You know. <laughs> What? Yeah, I, I worked in the department. Like we would bribe doctors to give. Oh, oh you were right, a pharmaceutical right, right. rep. I was a farm. Pharma- I wasn't a rep, but I worked in the department. I was like in right. that anyway. And like I got fired because like it was my first job where like you could no one you didn't have to clock in. You just had shit you had to do in like an office and shit. And I would show up with my G string hanging out of my skirt, just like hung- <laughs> yes! and uh, I would do these like film shoots on the weekend. And I'd be like, no, 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 don't worry. I got crafty, and I would just jack all the oh the oh paper cups out of the break. Room, I would take all the pretzels. That's what I mean, screwing over the company. <laughs> right. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yes, it's that yes, situation, yes. I don't want to be your friend at all. No, yeah, for sure. No, definitely <laughs> for sure. not. Definitely Have not. you guys ever been a boss? Yeah. I guess you were, you yeah. were a boss then? Um, mm-hmm. I've been a boss several times, yeah. I don't think I ever have. I've been a kind of that. a boss. Yeah, yeah been kind a boss. of, but not like for a, you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. a job job. I can think of like 
giving people orders, but not in like a, I was their superior. You know? I was briefly Sean's superior at MTV. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. like, I need you to get these edits back to me, please. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. sir. I'm a boss a couple of times. It's usually like when I hire people that I know too, to be like, hey, I trust you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it, there. That is the best magic trick in the world in LA when like if you have a non-entertainment job and then you need to bring in people and then you're like, oh, no, I have hundreds of people that I can bring in that are all very intelligent and hard workers, but they just don't want to do this full time. <laughs> right, right. Like I used to work in marketing and I swear I would just bring in like people for like everyone would always ask me if they had somebody they need to hire for like a part time short term thing. And they'd be like, everybody you bring in is so good. And I'm like, yeah. None of them will work here full time. No. But they're like and they capable the money. <laughs> and they're smarter than you. Yeah. So yeah. like, yeah, they, people would always hit me up for that. It was it always felt pretty good. LA has to be one of the world capitals of like smart people who need money. Yeah. yeah pretty much. And, making, like, and aren't making any on the thing that they love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very exciting. <laughs> okay, Robin. Okay. Where were you while we were getting high? Getting high with you. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I'm going to be right there. I'm going to be right on that table. Do you um, you feel like you sniff out the weed pretty well at a party? Uh, I think I used to. I think those days are behind me. Like now, and now I'll still just like, if if it's there, I'm very happy to take part. But there was, there was definitely, but also like when I was young, you had to find the like you had to go and find a drug dealer. Yeah, it was not. Oh, you had absolutely. to like call a person. Mm. You had to like you never knew if you were gonna get it or not. It was, it was a always yeah. It was like you bought big yeah. amounts in advance and split it up with your friends because you didn't want to have to go through that weird transactional thing where mm-hmm. you sit on a guy's couch and you mm. you like meet him in a car or you know. Yeah. Um, but. The pot smokers at a party were always really obvious because they were standing in a fucking circle. And just yeah. like you could just smell it. It wasn't like California where it's just all everywhere all the time. I will say like you I could miss, just yeah, yeah. I miss like the old man I used to go by it from when I first moved here. He would like make uh, brownies for you Aww. and he would always be he was like this old gay guy who had this like younger boyfriend Aww. who who would always be there watching Wheel of Fortune with him. <laughs> it was kind of like a fun excursion. That is cute. You know? Where did you find him? I think it, I, some comics friend, like, I think um, Sean Perlman knew him or something. Ah, that yeah. sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> my last, my last like, drug dealer in L.A. was this kid who I think was, like, a teenager. He might have been a literal teen. And he, like, <laughs> I was always, like, going to Walgreens to meet. I forget this kid's name, but I was always waiting around At Walgreens. Walgreens? Yeah. Like, he would always make me. It was, like, in parking lots and shit mm-hmm. like that. And he was not punctual. And, like, we had kind of... <laughs> Big surprise. Rarely, a are. pothead's not punctual. Yeah, and I like, wait around in Walgreens for two hours, and then have to drive around the block with him while he told me about how he's yes. going to like guitar engineering school. <laughs> and oh my I was God. just, What's, that's expensive. You got to pay for <laughs> yeah. it somehow. I was so happy to finally go to the weed doctor. Seriously, and, I mean, Jesus Christ, never look back. Um, um, let's do this last one because I think this is a good one. Okay, okay. For Rob, why can't we quit the internet? Oh, God, because it hits all of our pleasure centers all the time. Like, it just yeah. it's just designed to be it's addictive, yes. and we have become so dependent on it. And the problem is things that we used to be able to do by ourselves, now we just we just funnel through our phones and our computers. So even if we don't yeah. need this, like, device to kind of do it, that's where we go for everything. Mm-hmm. And what do you so mean it, things we used to do by ourselves? I mean, you used to, like read a book instead of, or like, you know, read a new, like a physical newspaper, but now we get news from our phones. Mm -hmm. So we just automatically go to our phone for everything. Like I don't need to immediately, as I think of it, decide where you get the best tacos in Los Angeles, but Mm -hmm. I will 
think of it and know that I have that information in the palm of my hand. Yeah, I can look it up And just there. go to it right away. So we're just so conditioned to go to the internet for everything. And it feels like you're naked when yeah. you don't have access to it. I mean, it's... It's also a function of like the way we've all chosen to live. Like I have friends who are not in entertainment who are much more normal about it. Yeah, and way less a, attached. Yeah, and just sure. have like a much healthier relationship to it. And I mean, yeah. granted, a lot of them have kids. So they just have like if you all have kids, mm-hmm. well, you, if you have kids, you become so conscious of looking at a phone instead of looking in their cute little eyes. Like you're yeah, just yeah. like, oh, this is <laughs> this is me being a bad mother looking yeah. at my phone. So you're instead saying of our phones attention. are our children. Kind of. Yeah. Right. You're, I our, was our just pets. imagining like taping a picture of a baby on my desk so I would look into its eyes instead of my phone. Uh, I'm Cut out its eyes and put your phone behind yeah. it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean we're yeah, we're fucked. We're to- yeah. we're but totally fucked. You said we feel naked without it, but I don't necessarily know that because like, you know, when you go camping and you don't have reception, I yes. don't really feel weird not having it. I feel I think great I in that situation. Quickly to not yeah. having it. I really I like it when quickly I don't. too, but then the second I'm back where I have yeah. reception, yes. I'm like, oh. <laughs> what have I missed? What have yeah. I missed? What have I missed? And yeah. it's like the little yeah. dopamine hits you get when you get a text or when yeah, you get yeah. like a notification for anything or when anyone likes anything. It's really that you addicting. Do. They've done like studies with kids and stuff where kids are like fucked up because of it. I mean, I mean, scary. I think no, I'm fucked up yeah. because of it. Yeah, yeah. I have yeah. no doubt that our depression and anxiety is so yeah. much worse Tied because to of it. it. Has mm-hmm. to be. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah. it's very, it's, I, it was really hard for me to help the self. Like, that's an impulse mm-hmm. that's very hard for me to control. In general, most of mine are, but <laughs> <laughs> that's up there for sure. Yeah. yeah and it is like, it's, and it's, it's, it is like almost any other bad habit where I'll be like, I'm not going to do it. And then once I look, I'm like, well, I already looked. I may as well just stay here for but the next I, hour, I, But know? I think it's also like, okay, so uh, I heard someone talking about being um, like a, addicted to food. Mm-hmm. You need to eat. Yeah, I, I feel like this to. is the kind of, it's, it's a very, very similar thing. You can't yeah. cut it out of your life because we need it professionally. And that's mm-hmm. a problem too. Mm-hmm. Whereas if yeah. it's like cigarettes, let's say you're trying to quit smoking cigarettes. All you mm-hmm. have to do is not smoke cigarettes. That's like the only thing you have to do. Whereas yeah. to not use your phone, you have to not take phone calls. You have to not, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, there's just all of these other things that yeah. you're so accustomed to doing that are a part of that same package. Mm-hmm. That, uh, I mean, yeah, like other addiction, like again, I, like I took a year off drinking. Like it was, it was a thing. It was just, that was the only thing I did didn't have to do i could do whatever else i wanted and it was it yeah. was fine but they all just feed into each other and um, yeah. it's a ball of mess it's like we need to separate our personal phone from our our work phone. professional phone that's the dream i mean i would love to be rich enough to just not have a phone yeah i know just hand my phone to yeah. someone else be like a christopher nolan someone yeah. just like sends all your emails for you but and i would just... still my thing i love my celebrities on instagram like that is like I love. Like, well, it's funny because, like we say, like Britney has limited access. So you would have only access to like Britney. That would be your much. access. I would just like that. Yeah, I just want like my Britney, my Miley, my Rihanna, my Beyonce. Right. Like I just Channing. I like. Uh-huh. I really enjoy that scroll. I bet they can make that phone because they have that like old person phone where you program the different numbers yes. for the different names. It's like one is your son, two is your daughter, and they only have Those four giant buttons. buttons. Yeah, yeah. But that's they could for do a few that. call people. Yeah, like but they could do that for like. Just I would Instagram. definitely take a phone with Rihanna. Only yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would oh love God. a phone with Instagram. Yeah. <clears throat> and maybe my audiobooks. Yeah. yeah. I do like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got, I got a lot of podcasts. I got a lot yeah, of podcasts. Yeah, podcasts. You do need the internet podcasts. See, now we're all like... <laughs> oh, this thing that we're on right now <laughs> is on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. If you guys do anything else, just get a phone with only Lady to Lady podcasts. <laughs> we're going to start marketing <laughs> that. We should start selling iPhones like how you two sold those iPods that yeah, came with, with the album. Yeah, with just us on it. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Hey, Apple, if you're listening, and I know that you are. I know <laughs> that you are. Bono, yeah. if you can get us a deal. Yeah. Wait, have I talked about on here about how I got a used iPhone? 
Yeah, and it was like there was shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. you bought it new and they tried to sell it to you. Yeah, as, I like got it. Sean got me yeah. a phone for my birthday, oh my and God. I like called because I couldn't figure out how to set up my contacts. And the Apple guy was like, "Oh, the Apple Care has already expired on this phone. Somebody else already owed owned this phone for like years." And I was like, "What?" Yeah, and he was like, "Go into Verizon and talk to them." About it. So I go into Verizon. I'm like, "Yeah, you also sold me like a used phone," and they were like, "Yeah, we do that." I was like, what? what? They put yeah. it in a box and s- pretend it's yeah, new. They put it oh it's new. God. Yeah. Fuck Verizon. Yeah. Oh my God. So that's, you know, I really do like to give reverse shout outs on this show. So a reverse <laughs> fucking shout out to Verizon for being in the practice of selling new iPhones. Wow. Yeah. And they got to tell you. They just got to tell you. <laughs> and at first, well, because at first they were like, what? And then the guy got on the phone and like directly in front of me, he goes, yeah, this woman's here. Uh, we sold our used phone. <laughs> oh my god which is fine if you know that's what you're getting yeah, yeah. you buy it you're buying refurbished yeah and yeah. then you get the deal and you yeah. know that you, you get the that. deal we didn't get, get the deal, deal. we didn't get the deal. you have to get the yeah. deal yeah. but i will tell you guys this do you think i followed through on getting a new phone no that's right <laughs> Still got that i mean you, you wouldn't have asked the question <laughs> if you had followed through that was a dead that was a real tell <laughs> Cause I, it just but I respect that. I was just like, yeah, it's probably fine. Is it fine? Did you? It's fine so far. Yeah, fuck yeah. it. Yeah, I just didn't feel like dealing with it. Yeah. To be, I'm being honest. Yeah, that's no, fine. Yeah. Well, at least you have that in your back pocket for like whenever, if something does happen. That's true. You can always go in and out and be yeah. like, hey, you sold me an old phone. Um, that's they're not like what I this bought. Too, and they're like, this phone's been dead for a thousand years. <laughs> <laughs> the call is coming from inside the phone. Inside the phone. <laughs> um, all right, you guys, we will be back after this. back i'm tess i'm barbara i'm brandy and we're with Robin. hi so um we all obviously have our lives together completely so why don't we give some advice to other people yeah if you have lady problems send them to lady to lady comedy at gmail.com that's right Ladies, can you help me out with with what I have been referring to as my chicken or the egg problem? My boyfriend and I are ready to take the next step in our relationship, but we disagree about what that next step should be. He would like to move in together while I would like to get engaged. This is such an emotion-based disagreement that there seems to be no beginning, no end, and no real compromise. Here is the background. My boyfriend and I have been together for two years, and even before we were dating, we were the type of friends where strangers would always assume we were a couple. We are lucky to have a relationship with tons of open communication, so we seem to be on the same page that we want to be engaged by the end of this year. I don't care about the ring or the proposal or the wedding. I just want to marry this man. I had even teased that if he didn't propose by his 30th birthday, I would propose to him, but he strongly feels he wants to go through the traditional motions, and I would never want to deny him that. I am the planner in our couple, so I have pulled together a guest list, (laughs) sent him ring options, and in my attempt at an olive branch, even booked tours at potential apartments. But as we continue to talk about our future and future and generally prepare ourselves to start our lives together, we found an apartment that we love and are strongly considering moving into right before my boyfriend's 30th birthday. My original, I promise I won't steal your thunder by proposing you before this date deadline. I now feel like I'm being asked to slash forced to give up on something that is important to me. My boyfriend says he understands and has been incredibly patient with me 
wanting to talk about this difference of opinions far more often than you probably like. He has also assured me that he has been putting in the emotional labor. Yes, I'm lucky enough to have the feminist partner who uses terms like that to shorten his own internal timeline between when we might move in and get engaged by word that every week slash month that goes by where we share a space but aren't engaged will just drive me crazy and breed resentment or confusion. My question is this. Am I making too big a deal out of this? Should I just come to terms with the fact that this order of operations is just how things are done in today's world? What emotional labor should I put in to be satisfied with taking one step in the right direction, even if it isn't a big as big a step as I want? Thank you for your help. <clears throat> okay, what is the question? She Ooh. so she wants to. They're going to get engaged she wants by to the get end engaged of this year. And he wants to move in. Okay, they're yeah. but they decided they're, they're going to get engaged. Right. But she doesn't want to move in together without being engaged. Yeah. And he's more focused on getting an apartment. Yeah. And is not down to, like, propose on her timeline. Yeah. Um, I'm confused, though, because if they've already agreed they want to get engaged by the end of the year, then isn't that yeah. what that means? Yeah. Like, so, yes. yeah. I mean, I'm kind of on her side. <laughs> like, if they already agreed that they're going to get engaged and, like, this is... It seems like it's something that's important to her that she be engaged before they move in together. Like that mm-hmm. seems like something that's important to her. They seem like they've they've they have already agreed that they're gonna get engaged. I think he should just fucking propose to her. Like why are you what's counterpoint. Yeah. Buying a ring is really fucking expensive. Yes. It's your two months of your salary and that's really hard to save. And... I'm not saying she should demand a ring. I mean, I think that maybe the compromise is like it's really important to me that we get engaged. I'm not about like the ring right now. I just need to know that we're engaged, even if it's like with like a dime store ring or whatever, until we can afford something nicer. But if yeah, that's but is not she gonna be posting a line it. like, "Here's my in between yeah. ring. I just got engaged." Well, that would be a shitty move. I don't think so. I mean, I know lots of people who've gotten engaged with a simple ring. I mean, I guess not- I feel like, what if he has like an idea of how he wants this to go, but he just can't afford it right now, and then he's being asked to like change the way that he wants to do and cheapen. The- this is also a big moment for him too. You know, like I, I, do, I don't, I mean, whatever. I, I, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't have, you know, yeah. I was fine living with my partner before being engaged, but I know for some people that is something that they're not comfortable with. So I, I yeah. if that is something that's important to you, I mean, I do know people that just don't feel, and honestly, yeah, if getting engaged is a priority for you, I do think moving in slows it down a little but bit. But I, I guess the question to ask yourself is why? Is the engagement the important thing for you? If you have a partner that you feel is there for you, is very supportive, is committed to you. And I understand. I mean, it's just not it's just not clear from the letter why the engagement is this threshold that she feels their relationship needs to cross for her to be comfortable with it. And I I I think the counterpoint is why is it a threshold that he won't cross? Because it's a lifetime commitment. But if they've agreed they're getting engaged by the end of the year and she doesn't want to share an apartment with a man, then I think she's not going to be But I also think they should just knock in an apartment and they should just wait and be chill. Yeah. And like just wait until that's wait until that's ready. But I feel like if they've had the discussion, like they're going to it'd be one thing if they hadn't had the discussion that they're going to get engaged by the end of the year but it is kind of like why is he doing that to her she's made it clear she wants to get engaged i don't think she should demand a big green by any means i think part of wanting to get engaged on a fast timetable means you need to be down with like a very very simple maybe even no ring you know Mm -hmm. but two years is not a long time it's really not that's totally relative though i mean but they've also known each other a long time i don't think that that's i mean that weird but i mean i don't think yeah i think that there's Plenty of reason why he can't afford a big ring right now. Sure. And as someone who's planning a wedding, they're so fucking expensive. Yeah. I yeah. will say, girl, are you sure you need want that right now? Because like that is yeah, a lot of time and a lot of money you're going to be spending on that. Yeah. 
So be prepared for that. But um, unless you want to do a simple wedding too. But um, I, I mean, I think it's totally fine to set a threshold of I want to be engaged before we move in together. Mm-hmm. I do too. Well, but but, pre- but saying mm-hmm. you have to engage, you have to get engaged to me now because we found yeah. this apartment to me seems like putting the chicken before the or the cart before the horse. Yeah. Yeah, I think maybe you guys should also have a conversation about what marriage means to both of you. Like, I don't know what either of your backgrounds are. Is he from a family of divorce? Or if his parents been together, marriage, like, the idea of it fucks him up in some way. Like, is there, you know, like, you guys could be coming, seeing the, the, what marriage could mean something is completely different to both of you guys. And to talk about what engagement means. Yeah. Because, again, are, are you getting engaged to not get married for five years? Or yeah. is that something that makes you feel more secure? Like, what is... Mm-hmm. What is, uh, what will, what will make you feel secure? Like what will make you feel like you're both committed to the relationship and Mm -hmm. you're happy to be there. And I think, I mean, I think it is an ultimatum from anybody is very, very difficult Mm -hmm. in any way. And especially if you are both totally engaged in this relationship. Yeah. You know, I mean, taking a next step is important to like, to, to, to show that you're both in it to win it. For sure. I don't know that she's really putting an ultimatum though. I think she, I think she said what she wanted. I mean, they, I mean, I don't think it's like moving or we don't get this apartment before they started looking for apartments. She said she wanted to get engaged and Mm -hmm. it's so easy to go the other way and not say that. And like Mm -hmm. you could, Oh no, totally say what you feel. Yeah. Yeah, Because like that is, you know, I know a lot of people who don't, who aren't open about the fact that they want to get proposed to. And like, that is Mm -hmm. as long as you've been with someone that's still like a big scary thing that they have to do and like mm-hmm. I think a lot of times people when they want to get proposed to don't realize that their partner might not realize that they want to get engaged yeah they just think oh I'll just let it I'll just let it get figured right. out and they really do need to know that you that's what you want so I yeah. think like it's good that she's being open about that great yeah. communication great clarity yeah. yeah but I agree like maybe just talking like why is he so against getting engaged right now that's not really clear yeah like what the reason is well and also it, it to me it feels like He's also about to turn 30, and that's a big mm-hmm. moment in your life, too. He could just be very overwhelmed by all of this because it's like he's turning 30. You want to get engaged. Engaged means marriage. What does that timetable look like? And you're getting a place together. Like, this is like a whole new decade, and all of this shit is changing at once. Mm-hmm. Like, that's 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 a lot. And, you know, it might take him longer to get to where you are with that. You know? I mean, I don't know. I It's confusing. Yeah. I, it's really hard to know what to say because it seems like – it's it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, so it either happens now or it happens in three months. I don't really know. Yeah, yeah it seems like so. It seems like it's on the table either way, right? So I'm I, not quite sure what. Uh, yeah, it, so that's why I'm like on her side because I'm like, if it's just gonna happen in three months, right? This then why, dude just needs to. But, fucking... but then that means that I to me that then there is a good reason for yeah. him that he's not doing it. Yeah. Well, also it, to me, it's like I I feel like a lot of guys need to feel like they have their affairs in order before they make that move. And if he's about to move, he's, like, turning 30. He has a lot of things up in the air, so Mm -hmm. he's not in, like, a very – he's not in, like, a stable place. Like, okay, cool. Like, I could see him just being, like, logistically, I want to get to a place where everything is settled, and now we can do this thing. Yeah, it's hard for us to know without knowing his Yeah, I guess if – maybe if you haven't had that conversation with him, ask him. But I guess that's what's confusing me about the emails. They have talked about it, and they want to get married this year. That If they – Well, they want to get engaged. engaged. They want to get engaged this year. But also, there's so much time left in this year. There's, like, another seven months left in this year. That's a – we're not even halfway through. It is, though. I mean, I'm just saying, like, as someone who just went through a year of, like, being ready to get like just it's yeah. fucking nerve wracking and it is it's like just 
Mm-hmm. Put a fucking, whatever it means to you, put a ring on this woman's finger. It's nerve wracking and it's stressful because you never know when it's going to happen, mm-hmm. when you're going to have to start planning. When I mean, like yeah. that not knowing is very stressful. So what seems like, oh, fuck it. It's three months to him is 90 yeah, days of her a long time. not mm-hmm. knowing what the fuck is going on, thinking every baseball game she's going to be on the motherfucking Jumbotron, <laughs> thinking every yeah. time dessert gets ordered, there might be a ring in it. Just give her a fucking ring and let her relax. <laughs> <laughs> like if it really is just going to be three months, like right. give the bitch a break. Right. Is right. My, I, I, I understand that perspective, but yeah. I'm also let if you if you want to be proposed to in a traditional way. Yeah. Then I mean, she was saying that she was willing to take that plunge. I just I do feel like it's so much. I feel like it's so much pressure. Yeah. To take a bit. I mean, again, he's just just yeah. turning 30. Like yeah. that may that may be just turning 30 in some parts of the country. That I mean, just turning 30. Com- completely. You fucking move in with somebody at 30 years old oh no i'm i mean i'm totally fine with them doing yeah. either of those things yeah, yeah. either I don't of those think, things it's not like they're 22 no i mean no it's just like yeah. oh, there's a lot of stuff up there or maybe he has like an idea of how he's always wanted a proposal to go down and being told it needs to happen but on this timeline like is taking away like the 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 mystery or the romance from him like he sounds like he's like a good dude that's can probably he write, pretty can romantic. he write in i'm very curious now yeah. i want to hear his side of the story i would like I to know, hear his side of the story know. yeah i mean but i i just do again i can't I wasn't in that situation when I moved to Michelle. Like I definitely didn't care about being engaged before we moved in together. But I think yeah. that it's important that his, her partner recognizes that that is important. To and her. and she seems very thoughtful about yeah. it, and yeah. like very kind of has has went into like a lot of detail about why sort of mm-hmm. about the steps and about the conversations they've had and about the reasons that he's great. Which is always I think mm-hmm. that's always reassuring to hear that about yeah. someone because you do hear so many of these letters that it's like. My boyfriend won't propose. I don't know. I don't know what he wants. I don't know what I'm going to do. They know what right, they want, right. which is yeah. which is a really nice yeah. situation to to be in. Yeah. Well, and also like I don't know. I know couples that have moved in together and have broken up after they've lived together. Yes. You and learn things about you people. learn things about people that you don't know otherwise, or like that's when they realize, oh, this was fun, and I didn't know that I was going to get married, but when I moved in with that person, that's when I knew for sure it was going to get married. Like, yeah, you know. So I agree, but also yeah. I think that like. That her stance should be respected. I, I agree. I'm I th- with you yeah. on that for myself. Yeah, yeah. But I know I have friends that believe this. Mm-hmm. That they they want to be engaged before they move in with someone. And, yeah. and just wait, wait three months. Yeah. Well, I mean, that must that was probably why she wants that because she doesn't want this like weird like oh I yeah. want to see what it's like to live with you before I fly the coop yeah. or something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I almost like, cause I was in, I lived with a boyfriend for a long time before Sean and I was, I told myself I wasn't going to move in with a guy again until right. I was engaged. Mm-hmm. After that, like shit of extricating that, yeah, yeah. I didn't stick to it, but I held out probably for longer than I would have. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Cause it is a fucking pain in the ass. Just, you know, moving an apartment that you're shacking up in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I'm so, I mean, also, I guess it, that's, I think it is just a matter of like, you guys need to have further discussion about the issue. Like you just need to delve a little further into what his hesitance is around. I mean, whether it's yeah. the proposal or him not feeling like he has enough money for what there's probably, yeah, there's some reason that he's not doing it right now. So I think you just need to, yeah, maybe he's like not in a place where he's ready to like be the provider that he feels like he needs to be. Like, what do you mean to each other in this relationship? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. There, there's any, there's any number of things you guys need to keep talking about. And also his opinions are also valid. Like what, how he feels is also valid in this too. So I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't have any idea how anyone has ever gotten together. I don't understand. I mean, I bought a house with my boyfriend instead of getting married, so. Yeah. It's all <laughs> like, a mystery yeah. to me. There's any number of ways. Too, but I like to give advice about it. I yeah. have a lot of yeah, thoughts about everything. Yeah, this could go down a million. I mean, yeah, some people have kids before they even call them their boyfriend. I don't know. Yeah. You know it's like, it's all. Well, but also, yeah. it's like, it's, it's very America specific. Like, the focus yeah. on marriage mm-hmm. is, ve- like, it's very particular. Again, like, I was just, like, yeah. I was just in the UK and. Mm-hmm. Most of the people I know just refer to their partner. Yeah. They're not married. They live together. They have kids together. They have mm-hmm. lives together. Yeah. And it's just like a different way to do it. But it has always been like a very American thing to be like, here are the steps that we need to take to feel like we're setting up a life together. Yeah. And I, so I understand why those have like this big significance as life events. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But sometimes it creates more anxiety because you feel like you need to be at a certain stage mm-hmm. or you feel like you need to tick these particular boxes to mm-hmm. have your life on track when being with someone that you love and care about who is supporting you and respectful of you and making yeah. sure that you're prioritized is pretty great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we definitely get obsessed with those those uh, timelines or whatever the fuck or goals that... And sometimes they're kind of arbitrary. Again, it's like what you feel yeah. to, to reduce your own anxiety mm-hmm. and to feel confident and comfortable that's what's important yeah absolutely yeah but good luck i mean it sounds like you guys still have a good thing and i i know this is a struggle but it seems like you're gonna come out on top either way so keep it up and yeah if he wants to tell us his side of the story yeah Yeah. Yeah. more than free to write him to write in curious to hear it (laughs) i hope you got i hope you get engaged soon yeah. Um, Robin, thanks for being on the show. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Do you want to tell people where they can find you? Uh, <laughs> on all on all the social medias, I am at Robin something, R-O-B-Y-N-S-O-M-E-T-H-I-N-G. Thank you so much. You're the best. Thanks. We'll thanks, see you guys, guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Can't get enough of us? Subscribe to our Patreon for exclusive bonus content, access to our first 100 episodes, and more. Go to patreon.com slash lady to lady now to sign up. As little as a dollar a month keeps a roof over the glam cave and keeps you laughing, even when your coworkers stare. That's patreon.com slash lady to lady. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at lady to lady comedy. Join our Facebook group, Lady to Lady Podcasts, to chat with other fans about episodes or even post your own lady problems. Check out our website, ladytoladycomedy.com, for show notes, videos, and merch. And duh, follow our individual accounts, Babs Gray, Brandazzle, and Testify Barker for jokes and info and where you can see us perform live. And if you want to send us snacks, stickers, or a lock of your own hair, I don't know, whatever, our P.O. Box is 412-794-Los Angeles, California, 90041. And please, leave us a review on iTunes, but only if you like us. We love you. We love you. Bye. 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 Bye.